Here at Gardner-Webb, head football coach Carol McCray. Coach, tough one this past weekend against another nationally ranked team in Spangler Stadium, 17-7. Lost to Coastal, but the running Bulldogs came out, fought hard for 60 minutes. Just weren't able to come on the right side of the scoreboard. Talk a little bit about that game and and uh, some of the things that you, you saw positive out of that. Yeah, well, there's, you know, as always, as a coach, I try to find positive things. Our kids were brokenhearted. You know, we, we uh, felt like, you know, we could win the football game. And... Uh, we had a lot of kids put us in position to do those things. Uh, but in the third quarter, you know, field position got away from us, and uh, we had made some big plays and held on in the first half, made a huge play, you know, with Jalen Foster picking up the fumble and taking it down. We scored with less than 30 seconds to go in the second quarter. Had some momentum came out, and we just didn't execute offensively. Uh, we weren't able to move the chains like we need to to keep our defense off the field. And uh, didn't get the field turn to get in a short field, which we really needed offensively. And then uh, I think numbers caught up with us a little bit. Defense got tired. We actually, you know, gave up two drives in a ball game. Other than that, boat our back throughout the day and uh, did a lot of good things. But, uh, you know, if you're going to play a football team like that, you know, a big physical team, you know, you need help in all three phases. And uh, we just didn't get that out of all of our, all of our guys for 60 minutes of uh, competitive play. And uh, that's what can happen to you down the stretch a little bit. But, uh, you know, we move on. We, we've got some pluses we can build on. We've got to get some negatives out of there and keep growing our football team and head in uh, back to conference play this week. We're very excited about that. Well, as you mentioned, you're back in the conference play this week, and you're sitting at 1-0, and uh, tied atop the conference with Liberty and uh, Charleston Southern right now. You face a, a very hungry, a very talented Kennesaw State team yeah. this weekend. Yeah, well, Kennesaw is, uh, you know, they – they're rapidly growing their program, you know, and they got a bunch of third-year guys uh, because of their practice year and then redshirt, and now they're in their third competitive year. And, uh, you know, that's about where, you know, a lot of our older guys are, except for the few uh, that we have playing from, uh, you know, the 11 recruiting class. So it uh, should be a lot of age, uh, same age players playing against each other. Uh, football team that runs triple option, very, very dangerous. If you think about the Citadel, think about Georgia Tech, that's who they are. Brian Bohannon has done a fine job with their program, implementing that plan, doing it with Georgia kids, 110 kids on the roster, 92 from Georgia. So he's doing it with homegrown guys. And uh, probably the biggest thing to look for is they're throwing the football more and more effectively. Uh, really not out of character. I think he's trying to be more balanced in his attack. So if you got to stop the option and quite a bit of pass out of trips and uh, single single wide receiver sets. Then you got your hands full defensively. So, as we said last week, we got to go back to work. We got to make sure field position turns our way if we want to have a win this week. And we got to make sure our offense gets things corrected that held us back, that did not allow us to do what we want to do with our run game and throw play action. So it'll be a chess match early. Hope our kids will come out ready to play. I know they're ready to get back into conference play. We got a lot to play for. If you come out, the team that comes out of that two and zero is going to sit up there with the other team or two. And then it's going to play out. Then every seventh day, you're going to be playing for a championship. Well, coach, you mentioned the the, the excitement. You always talk about having games in late October, early November that, yeah. that matter. And and you you know after winning that conference opener, this is a game that matters a lot to, to both does. programs, particularly to a Garden Web team that's coming off a, a, a tough one. And uh, you're playing at home, closing out a home. Uh, how, how have the kids kind of responded this week in film and then? In practice, you haven't practiced yet, but uh, yeah, well, they were good on point. Sunday. You know, they're still disappointed, and uh, as a general rule, you know, they're going to take the attitude of the coaches. You know, we we move on pretty quick, but now, you know, we don't rest much on Saturday. While they're resting, we're still working, and uh, so we try to have a, a short memory and uh, of what's happened to us, good or bad, and then we move 
we face our uh, negative things head on. We build on the positives through that videotape on Sunday, and then uh, we forget about that game, and we move ahead. So uh, a lot of interest in the videotape on Monday. Uh, good meetings this morning on uh, early, you know, getting ready for practice. And uh, we got a big challenge, but, I mean, they understand conference play, non-conference play, and that's what I told them. It's, it felt like a conference game Saturday, uh, yet it was non-conference, first time, very unusual. And uh, now back to conference play. I know Kennesaw's disappointed. We are as well. So a huge game for both programs. We talked a little bit about this earlier. Uh, Citadel runs a similar offense to Kennesaw, but they are different in a lot of ways. How, how much does it help if it does at all, uh, having seen a triple option, a true triple option team already this season in the Citadel, even though the Citadel doesn't throw it quite as much? I think it helps. I think it gives our guys confidence, you know, and uh, I thought we were very prepared uh, in the Citadel ball game. You know, they're ranked in the top five right now. And, uh, you know, we, we let a punt get back on us or we're going to play overtime or win that football game. So uh, we have practice ready to go. It'll be very similar to our preparation with the Citadel. The way we break practice up is very different than what we did last week and what we would do next week, getting ready for the options. So we change practice. And if our kids will come out and do what they did against Citadel in preparation, I think we'll be ready to go. Now we're going to really have to have our eyes in the right spot. I think it comes down to fundamentals. you got to get lined up defensively, and then you got to play your key. Play the run, play the pass over the top. And some of those young guys we've talked about, Devin Mines, Jalen Foster, Tristan Dozier should be back. Uh, all those guys are really going to have to play well in the secondary against some really good receivers. I mean, they got some big guys. They throw a lot of jump <coughs> balls. And we're going to have to win some jump balls and make some plays back there when they put the ball in the air. Well, we talked about Jalen Foster quite a bit last week. He was freshman of the week again this week. Yeah. He tends to always be around the football and make big plays. Uh, somebody else that, that's really kind of – come into his own early in his career and, and out of necessity early on he's continued to play well as Devin Mines. Talk a little bit about his development. Well Devin's played well you know he's been forced into action and um, you know he plays our dog safety which we play that cat pretty close to the line of scrimmage and we give him opportunities to make plays. We signed Devin. He was a real hitter in high school and he likes action close to the ball and uh, he got uh, a, a good handful of it. You know, Coastal had a big running game, big line, and a really fine running back. Might be a pro football player. And, uh, you know, Devin threw it up in there. He was a pretty sore character on Sunday. But uh, he told me this morning, he's first one by my office. He's ready to go. He's <laughs> thing about youth is they stay excited. And uh, it encourages me when our young guys are excited. So Devin's ready to go this week. He's excited about playing. He really wants to win. He's a team guy. He came out of Mallard Creek. They're used to state championships. And he wants to win games and play for a championship here. And that's our intentions along with him. So uh, I'm excited about him along with Jalen and the other guys that are coming on. One last question, Coach. Just just brought this into my mind, but uh, those two guys we just talked about both come from traditional state powerhouses in their state. Jalen Foster from Burns and Spartanburg area, uh, Mallard Creek, of course, of course, a, a national state power in North Carolina, Charlotte. Uh, how important is it to recruit kids from successful programs? Kids are used to winning football games. To me, it's very important. I think they come with a work ethic. They know how to work. They've been in the weight room. They know how to finish plays and finish games. And uh, I think you need to have a good mixture of kids from great programs along with. Uh, other kids that you can recruit to come to your school that'll be team players but uh, I think leadership shows very very quickly out of those kids that have played a bunch four state championships I think the kids we have from Crest and Shelby they provide the same thing and uh, we want to continue to recruit kids out of those programs along with all the other schools in North and South Carolina that will provide a leadership as they continue to grow through the program. 
All right, Coach, uh, Kennesaw State Gardner-Webb in Spangler Stadium this Saturday at noon. That game's available on television this weekend on the American Sports Network. Check your local listings for availability. Thanks a lot.